This is episode 288 of the AWS podcast, released on January 9th, 2019. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. I'm Alicia here with you. Great to have you back. And I'm joined by a very special guest today. I'm joined by Sherry Stevens, who's a senior project manager at the National Association of Insurance Commissioners, or the NAIC. Welcome to the podcast, Sherry. Thank you, Simon. I'm happy to be here and share a little bit about our story. Definitely, definitely. Now, you've come on the podcast today to talk really about the the people side of change rather than so much the specific deep technology side. But before we get to that, can you tell us what does NAIC do and, and why do they need technology in their world? Sure, absolutely. Um, we are almost a 150-year organization. We're not-for-profit. And we were actually created um, by the state insurance commissioners to come alongside them and help support the insurance regulators in their work and their oversight. Uh, we help uh, protect consumers, um, help establish standards and best practices, create model laws and things like that. We collect a fair amount of data from the states. Um, and we it's certainly technology is a, very important in the insurance industry. Definitely. And certainly that protection of uh of customers and citizens is always important because uh, everyone needs to lean on their insurance when things go bad. So I guess your organization helps make sure it's there when it's needed. That's right. What a great mission. So tell us about the work you've been doing because it's 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 fascinating and I think it might resonate with a lot of our listeners. Absolutely. So, you know, we are early on in our cloud journey. We started in early 2017 visiting different cloud vendors. And probably by the middle of 2017, we actually kicked off about uh, three cloud projects. And uh, our partner is is AWS. And we already have a couple of applications, uh, native cloud applications in the cloud. But we've really spent this year getting ready to migrate our applications and so we've spent a lot of time in really developing our new cloud platform, starting to to train our staff and uh, just preparing our applications for a big lift, if you will, to replatform them and get them to the cloud as quickly as we can. But if I step back and talk about, um, you know, why we're even doing this, our reason for going to the cloud is very much based in the business. We have a three-year strategic plan called State Ahead that's on our website. And the cloud is really a key underpinning to a lot of, of the business enablement. Like most companies now, uh, we need to respond very quickly to all of the forces converging in our ecosystem. And also like a lot of companies, we're, we're pretty siloed. We have a lot of applications with a ton of shared databases and very few services. And so uh, we know we need to respond very quickly and cost efficiently to, to changes in our ecosystem. We're going to the cloud really for, for innovation, increased capabilities and efficiencies to enable our business. So our, our strategy is all around, let's get our apps in the cloud as soon as we can. And so then we can start leveraging some of the benefits. It's a really, uh, really common refrain, I think, of the the business demanding more from IT and IT using the cloud to make that happen. And I guess one of the the great topics of conversation today is the fact that 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 involves change, that ch- involves operational change, technology change, etc. And I think if there's one thing we know, Sherry, that humans love change. <laughs> <laughs> right, it's their favorite thing. <laughs> and it's so easy. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you just say, "Hey, we're doing this," and and away you go. So, so you've done a lot of deep thinking and a lot of work in your organization around change and what it can look like. Can you can you tell us a little bit about that? Because I think I think you've taken quite a um a forward thinking approach to change. 
Sure. So we realized early on that really, you know, change management is so much more than communication. And there are some great change management models out there, which I'm a huge proponent of, of companies uh, using them. You know, Cotter has one, uh, Proce has the ADCAR model, which I really like. And any big project, certainly any project that involves migrating to the cloud, you need to have a complete and dedicated work stream just around change management. Um, the ADCAR model encompasses the different phases individuals go through and need to go through as, as they're going through a big change. And certainly as you're migrating to the cloud, your organization and the individuals in it are under are going to go through a big change. ADCAR stands for, it's A-D-K-A-R, and the A stands for awareness. So, um, you know, as individuals, we need to understand the business reasons of, of the change. So why we are going to the cloud. And the D stands for desire. And that's our individual desire to participate or not in the change. And as, as managers, as we're working with our staff through their personal change journey, People who aren't on board, that is not necessarily a bad thing. That's just a conversation, right? Uh, people who are resistant to change, and we all are at different times, that's an important conversation to have and to help move that person towards being part uh, of the change. Uh, the K in the model stands for knowledge. So, you know, knowing how to change, that in involves, you know, training. And A is the individual's ability to actually make that change, to do the new work that needs to be done. And then R is reinforcement, getting to practice that and build that muscle. So um, a change management model like, like ADCAR or Cotter, they're really great and absolutely crucial because um, without bringing your people alongside, certainly your cloud initiatives will, will fail. Definitely, definitely. That's, it's good to have a, a robust model to, to work to. And, and for our listeners, how, how big is your IT department? Give us an idea of the scale. We have about 220 people in our IT division. Hmm. So this is not sort of getting a, a, a group of five or so folks in a room and saying, hey, this is what we're doing. This is, this is that classic challenge of large-scale organizational change. It absolutely is. And it's also um, compounded a, a little bit because uh, about a year ago, um, our IT division really reported up to two executives. So uh, we had our our infrastructure group reporting to one executive and then uh, our application development teams to another. And so we have also combined those two groups into one, one division. So that's also additional change that is being layered in. And because, you know, all of that and going to the cloud isn't complicated enough. We're also going to DevOps <laughs> as we migrate to the cloud. And so we really have change on, on a lot of fronts. So there's a lot of moving parts there. What were some of the, I guess, the, the, the tactics and approaches you used to, to address some of those components? So some of the knowledge components and some of the, the, the awareness components, et cetera. So some of the things that, that we have done uh, so far have been we've done several cloud panels with all of our staff in, in a room, and we've talked about things like raising awareness of these are the reasons why we're going to the cloud and why we're going to DevOps. Uh, we've had another cloud panel about just focusing on migrations. You know, this is everything we know that we can tell you about our migration approach for next year and where we're at. We've also engaged and enabled our managers. So we 
in a manager meeting, we actually shared a change management model with them. We prepared them with um, answers or questions and answers so that they would be prepared to have discussions with their staff about uh, pending changes. We've tried to create learning opportunities for everyone, too, on our staff. Early on in our uh, efforts, we enabled a, an AWS sandbox so people can go in and and learn and explore. Uh, we have online training. We certainly encourage AWS certifications. We don't require it, but probably about 20 of our folks do have certifications now. We've developed cloud learning paths. We have lunch and learns. Um, we certainly participate in uh, some of the AWS regional conferences as well as reInvent. One thing, too, just going beyond IT, we've conducted several uh, sessions, we call them demystifying the cloud sessions for our business partners. So getting them together and really demystifying what the cloud is and then talking about some of the impacts uh, that would be specific to their business unit, whether it be finance or, or HR or another area. We've also, on a more subtle note, have been modeling and encouraging a different way of working. So for example, um, really increasing the transparency of the way we work. Our CTO has been great, and ever since he's been here, he's had CTO roundtables with like maybe 10 folks uh, periodically, just having a dialogue, asking for input, uh, answering any questions they have. We implemented Slack this year, and that has certainly helped us increase our transparency about uh, discussions of, of issues and what's going on. And also, even on our weekly cloud program meeting, where we're really managing the dependencies of all our cloud programs, that's open for anyone in IT to join via WebEx. Um, and another thing we're, we're more modeling is more of a blameless culture. So when things go wrong, really using uh, kind of blameless postmortems versus perhaps, um, which is a break, quite frankly, than, than perhaps uh, in prior years Another interesting thing that, that we're doing this year is we're going to host an internal reInvent watch party. And it's really kind of exciting because not only are we going to live stream uh, the keynotes uh, from the first couple of days, but we also um, surveyed our, our staff and we have about five volunteers to do some learning sessions the day before. So we're going to have not really boot camps, if you will, but we are going to have a day of just internal learning about um, cloud topics presented by our own staff. Um, we also are going to do a, a hackathon uh, during the these three days and just have some fun with it. Have some fun learning, um, you know, demo, auto DevOps, and then the hackathon teams will actually get to use that as they create their own product and just do some fun judging and have a, have a great time of not only learning, but just having some fun together. Mm, and, it's, and it's interesting too that you, you haven't just sort of said, yeah, we're changing, uh, we're using DevOps, we're changing organizational structure, we're moving to the cloud. You're, you're actually taking a, a measured approach that involves feedback and inclusion and conversations rather than just saying, this is where we're going, have fun. Have you found have you found people responding to that approach? You know, it's a mixed bag. Some people uh, really respond to it well, and everybody's just at a different place in their change journey. I think it's a, it's very much important you use the word feedback, and I think that's really key. And one thing that I, I think is um, not only important for us technically as we iterate and get feedback and adjust, but to also do that on the people side of change. So, you know, doing those occasion occasional surveys and paying attention and then adjusting your change management accordingly. 
one of the things that that we're looking at uh, and continuing to get feedback on is as we're defining our cultural changes, actually in words, our core values of working together, our leaders have developed a list of those core values, but we're starting to socialize them with managers and beyond to really get input on, you know, are these really the ones we need to to work on? And then how can we bring them about uh, more, draw them out more uh, in our culture? So certainly uh, it's very important, you know, and a couple other things too, as, as we've We've gone, we have a multi-year journey uh, ahead of us, you know, we're probably a year, mm. year and a half mm. in, but um, this, this is a, a very much a, a journey and people do get a little, I think, fatigued, right? <laughs> but it's important. <laughs> it's as, like, are we there yet? <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. And, I, and it's just not a destination. It really is a, a journey. And as mm. we have, uh, a, we probably have about 18 people that are working in a DevOps fashion right now. And they're really the ones primarily responsible for building out our new cloud platform and pipeline. But we're also constantly looking for ways to engage staff beyond that team. So obviously, we have some cloud native projects going on. But also, as as we're doing new things, as we're implementing a secret management solution, or as we need to run an app on our Kubernetes, uh, we're looking to different business areas to pilot applications to get their involvement and participation. So really, I think a, a robust and a mature approach and something that respects and understands that you know, people are at different points of the journey. As you mentioned, you're sort of you know, one year into a multi-year journey, but as, as you look back, is, is there anything you would have done differently uh, knowing now, uh, or, or should I say knowing then what you know now? You know, I think a, a couple of things. Uh, it's really important to be able to tell a story about your organization and why we can articulate why we're going to the cloud in business terms. I think I wish we would have done a little bit better job of telling the story about our IT organization and what we're evolving to. It's really important to inspire and engage staff early on. And uh, that is really, really key. You know, and another thing is, man, you just cannot over communicate um, <laughs> in, in something like this, right? And I love Gartner has a, a model. Um, and instead of talking about communication plans, they talk about understanding plans. And I love that. Mm. Um, and one of the things they, I wish I would have done earlier on is really continually focus on kind of three buckets of, of topics, if you will, to share out. One is the things that I, I know I don't know. And then the second bucket is the things that I know, but I can't say yet. So, you know mm-hmm. what, I know we're going to, ha- we're, we're, jobs are going to change and uh, I'll know more and be able to share more about that in first quarter. And then versus the third bucket of, you know, these are the things that, that uh, I know and that I can, can talk about. And just to continually have three buckets of communication topics and talk about them and put them out there. So you're continually showing progress on what you're communicating and what you're able to, to share. Uh, right. Because people have questions. And if there's a little bit of a, of a more formal way of communicating what's coming down the pipe. And, and what you will have answers for in the future, um, I think is helpful. That's a, a definitely a really useful insight and a, and a great framework to work to. Sherry, thanks so much for coming on the podcast and, and sharing some of that really valuable insight. Thank you very much. I, I hope it helps. I'm sure it did. And if you ever want to visit uh, the NAIC website, it's very simple. It's naic.org and you can see all the work that they do there. And we do love to get your feedback, AWS podcast at amazon.com. Thanks so much for listening. 
And until next time, keep on building.